Welcome to episode 183 of A Single Mom's Journey. Thanks for dropping by. Hey guys, so today was day 15 of my 75 hard journey and confession time. I was not in the mindset this morning to work out. My body was physically tired and I was just having difficulty really getting into a good groove and then when I ended up doing the hip thrusts, I was having such a difficult time getting the bar up on my hips and getting into position because I don't have a rack and I don't have a Smith machine. I just had to lug it up from the ground and I was having such a difficult time. I kid you not. And I was supposed to do three sets of hip thrusts and instead of moving on to the next movement after the hip thrusts, I kind of just sat there and didn't remove the bar and just rested there for a bit and then went on to my next set of hip thrusts um, because I was not going to struggle to get the bar back on my hips and back into position after finally get getting where I needed to be. So <laughs> I probably did not... Um, I know I did not do the movement as um, purposefully as I should have because of the struggle. And so today I would just um, get through the movements and not really, like I said, not getting into a good groove. Um, it was like I was, I was treading water and just like barely moving, you know, just struggling to, to, to keep going today. But I did get through it and um, I did my 10 push-ups because I'm doing this 10 push-up challenge, um, 10 push-ups every day for the entire year. So I made sure to do my 10 push-ups and then I just, you know, got ready for the day and just went on. Um, because sometimes when you have a bad workout, you just have to get through it and move on. Try not to dwell on it and don't let it hinder the rest of your day or your next workout because sometimes you're just in a mental fog for some unknown reason or you're super tired or you know something's on your mind you have something weighing on your shoulders sometimes your workouts just kind of suck sometimes they're at 50 percent sometimes they're at 75 percent but at least you got there and you went through the movements and you put your body through a workout so you were able to get your blood flowing and to challenge your body because it's better to show up than not show up at all for me myself um, I know if I didn't show up I mess up on 75 hard first of all but then I feel disappointed in myself then I would just feel angry at myself then you know I would feel yucky physically um, and not want to do another workout. It's just a cascade effect with me. And I, you know, if I put pressure on myself, you know, about missing it. Um, but yeah, I would rather just muddle through um, at 75% than not do it at all because that's just my mindset and I know it works for me. Um, but yeah, so this morning was definitely a struggle for me. Somebody had DM'd me on Instagram and 
was curious about my journey as a single parent and has it always been as easy as it seems like I post on Instagram. You have to realize that Instagram is one minute portion of a person's life. They don't post 90% of what happens of their life. You have to realize that, that that's like the good points, the points that they want to show you. Single parenting is, you know, it's parenting. It has its ups and downs. You're just doing it on your own. There's not another person to offset you. And yes, it is a lot easier now for me because my kids are older, but there are other things that we struggle through with, you know, because they both drive, they both, you know, have their teenager moments um, that we get through, um, disagreements, um, areas where they're trying to show independence and me trying to guide them as to why it's not kosher or kosher, where I need to be more flexible. It's one of those things. You just have to muddle through and figure out what's best for your own children. And that's what I have to find out for myself. And um, when they were younger, it was difficult because I lived in a city where I had no other family. Um, It was just me and my kids. My family lived in a different state and where I lived, it was my ex-husband and um, his immediate family who I was never close with. So I really was doing things on my own. Um, And you know, I had to find a balance. I had to pick my feet up and get myself out of bed every day to get stuff done. And I just kind of just put my head down and just went to work. I didn't go out. I didn't do things, you know, I just focused on the kids. I wasn't a helicopter parent, not at all. I allowed them to make their mistakes because you learn from your mistakes. I just tried to guide them to not make humongous mistakes. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it It was difficult and there were many nights that I would, after they were in bed, I would lay in bed and just cry because I was so emotionally drained or physically drained. They might have seen it, but they didn't see the 100% me breakdown. Um, I would hold that all until the end of the day and when they were in bed. And it was, like I said, it was a struggle, but everyone goes through struggles. If you're married, if you're single, you just have to find a balance that works for you and your family. And that's something that I've always told my kids, like when you know, they, they were younger and they had friends who were allowed to do certain things and I didn't allow them to do. And I always had the same explanation. I was like, this is the way we do things in our family. They do that in their family. You know what I'm saying? So that explains the differences how families run. Um, it could be from um, if they're allowed to run in the street if, you know, what religion they, they, they follow, you know, what foods they're allowed to eat, what drinks they're allowed to drink. 
it's all, every family has its own dynamic. And that's how I would explain to my kids right from the get why they were or were not allowed to do things that their friends were doing. And it's a simple explanation. You don't have to say, oh, you know, because they're this or because they're that, because they're this, because they're that. No, that's how they do things in their family. And so I tried to do things that worked for me and my two kids um, from the get-go of, you know, the divorce and everything. Because it's what worked for us. And um, I had lists. I had running lists in my brain. I had written lists in my calendar of things to do. And, you know, um, now that my kids are older, we talk about those times, you know, back then and things that they remember. And, you know, they don't remember all the little um, mess ups that you do on the day to day. They just remember they remember weird things, really. Like There are certain things I don't even remember that I said or did, but they remember. So no matter what, just do the best you can because you can't control what they will remember from their childhood. I mean, I remember like um, when I took my kids on our first trip to Disneyland, it was me and my two kids, I drove them. By myself because their dad was too busy to take vacation and so I drove my kids um, um, to a different state and we went and had a great time um, but yeah that was like my first time I was still married at the time when we took to that trip yeah we were and and you know but that was my first taste of me and my two kids in a major place, me trying to figure things out, you know, travel-wise and, you know, the hotel and how to eat out and just driving the entire time and being on the entire time and not resting um, once I got my feet out of bed until I got my feet um, back into bed. And that was like emotionally draining. That was like a test for me those few days um, but that gave me a taste of being a single parent and how difficult it was and just did what I was able to do, my capacity and everything. But what's funny is I remember that trip vividly, but my son, he was young. He doesn't remember it at all, at all. Well, no, what he does remember since he was really little is that I walk fast and so he would always, his little feet would be like, like really like, like practically running <laughs> because we have this thing, what we call passing speed when there are like people like, um, you know how people walk across, they're like shoulder to shoulder, like a whole bunch of people, like an entire family and then you're behind them and you're, you happen to walk a little bit faster. So we do what's called passing speed. And so we'd go in a single file line and go around people and then get back into a normal rhythm. But <laughs> I'm just remembering my son's little feet. He remembers having to walk fast um, when he was little because we would pass people all the time. But he doesn't remember the trip, but he remembers walking fast. But yeah, 
So you can't control what your kids remember when they're little. So just, like I said, do the best you can. That's all you can do. Don't stress over it because probably like 90% of the stuff they're not going to remember. The stuff you want them to remember, they're not going to remember. The stuff you don't want them to remember, they're going to remember. It's just the way it is. So don't beat yourself up for it. Um, You'll probably find out the truth when they're like my kid's age, 18 and 20. They'll tell you stuff that they remember and you'll be like, what the heck? But yeah, just do your best. That's all you can do. Oh, goodness. Now I'm reminiscing in my brain about all the things that they told me about what they remember. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you guys, that's it for now. Um, I hope you guys uh, have these fun and interesting conversations. If you do have uh, more adult kids, uh, high school kids, and if you're a single parent, talk about when you first got um, divorced and what they remember about, like, their childhood back then like what was their fondest memory or their fondest trip or vacation with you um, when they were kids and you were the only parent around Um, it's really interesting some of the stuff that they come up with so I hope you guys do that hope you guys have a good night I will talk to you again tomorrow